Hi, beautiful people. This is Bimi Shavery, and I'm here with your daily dose of energy. It is Wednesday. We are days away from summer solstice. We are days away from Cancerian season beginning. We are days away from Jupiter going into retrograde in Pisces. We are also days away from the full moon that is happening in Capricorn. This Friday, part two of the astrological overview um, for June will be released and it will have a lot of the details for these very important dates. So look forward to that, you guys. Um, it's a lot that is going to happen, right? A lot that is going on, but I don't want to Today, I don't want to talk a lot about the external factors um, because I'm so wanting you guys to just tap into the energetic flow of what's happening within you, with, within your life, what is happening within your relationships and what it really, really means for it to be Cancerian season. We are in the sixth month in numerology and sixth month is June. And with the sixth month, it signifies as above, so below, right? It signifies reconciliation. It, it, it solidifies your creativity intellectually, how you are um, facing with a lot of uh, discrimination and how you're facing those things and how you're fighting through those things. It allows you to tap into your imagination, um, commitments, love, your idea of perfection. It's the ability to use imagination and intellect combined, taking responsibility. This month is very Venus and Uranus. Right. There are sudden changes, sudden things that are occurring in our lives. And most importantly, the things that affect our stability when it comes to the number six. And so. This is a very auspicious time because you don't quite know what could happen. You're you're feeling it. You know that there are so many possibilities, but you don't quite know. And that's OK. Um one of the main things that you would want to focus on in this month is also understanding the responsibility on a domestic level, how you care for people, what you're teaching, what you're learning, how conventional are you? Are you a provider, protector, a healer? Um, how idealistic are you? Are you selfless? Are you selfish? Are you honest? How much do you give? Are you willing to give? Are you faithful? Are you a nurturer? Are you a truth teller? Um, what does it mean to you when it comes to stability? What does it mean to you when you look at peace and you look at agriculture and you look at health and you look at anything that is contributing to the betterment of you overall? What does that look like to you? What does that feel like to you? And how do you implement things to make sure it occurs how you are envisioning it based on how you are structured to move forward. This can also with Uranus and this, the energetic of the month being something that is, is very, uh, you know, deep, right? It's a very deeply intuitive type of energy, but 
For some, it could cause people to be more aloof, more disconnected, more unaware, hypocritical. It could cause you to feel like you're superior morally. It can make you appear weak. It can make you feel weak. It could make you feel unpractical. You're not really balancing well. Um, you have a very inferior type of way of feeling about yourself, a pessimistic way of thinking and speaking to yourself. Um very easily submissive to things that are not for your highest good, shallow, restlessness, selfishness, weak willed, unsupportive, easily stressed. These are some of the things in the negative spotlight that you could feel come up for yourself. And it doesn't mean be hard on yourself. It just means that you're needing to go within and try to figure out how you can evolve beyond those parts of yourself, not discard them, because we're going to always need those parts of ourselves to keep us in a sense of reality of where we truly are. But we always want to work towards the evolution of those things so that we can become better individuals, not only for the world, but for ourselves and for anything that's connected to us. Now, that's just the energetic energy of the month of June, right? The overall month of June. Now, for the year, when you break down 2021, it equals... um 10, but 10, you have to break that down. So it's a five year, right? Um, naturally, five symbolizes fire and stigma, stigmatic type of thinking it, and multi-talented. It, it's very attractive, independent. It's free thinking, fast moving, potentially really reckless. It can be sensual. It can be battling against res re responsibilities and resenting restrictions five can be very reckless and self-indulgent if it is not harnessed correctly which we're going to begin seeing even more so with the different ways of the planets and how things are placed and the different energy of the cycles that we are currently in so when you think about the number five and you think about body positivity and sensuality, conflict, the five senses, you know, um, how you are learning in your health and what is helping you with being grounded and the challenges that you're facing. How are you evolving with those things? How are you allowing yourself to engage in freedom loving activities while still respecting the space of others? How are you being an influencer in your own life, not just for the world for pro for profit, but what are you really influencing in your everyday life? This is about being an adventurer of your life, figuring out what matters for you, a sensualist, someone who is connected to what you need, someone who is connected to what you want, someone is, who is connected to what you love and whom you love and choosing to not hide that anymore from yourself. This is being vivacious and courageous and sympathetic, motivational, changing, ever changing, but also very stern in your beliefs. And knowing where those beliefs deprive from, that is a very beautiful space to be in. And it's a very powerful, powerful energy when you think about the total year being a five and you think about the energy of the month in conjunction with that. You think about the different elements that you're facing and you think about being you have to be conscious about what you are exuding but also what you are taking in and as we are preparing for cancerian season we have cancer season is you know a lot of people love to say that um 
Cancerians can be very easily influenced. They're they're just so passive. They're very um you know, they don't like to really push the the elements too much. They like to remain neutral. They just like the peace. They're very caring and emotional and all of these great things. And the truth of the matter is, yes. Yes. Cancerians are all of those things. And when a Cancerian is undeveloped, a Cancerian can very well be a pushover, Um, not because they're weak, but because they just want people to be happy and people to be at the best that they're able to be. And also because they know the level in which they are capable of going when they are in a space of attack. And so I have a few episodes about Cancerians in general, but I will release another one for you. And it's it's very significant that people understand the characteristics of the duality of a Cancerian, of the Cancerian energy, both male and female, because there are a lot of different things that go into play. Um, a Cancerian is all about stability. A Cancerian is the mother of the Zodiac, whether you're male or female, and then you have the Capricorn, which is the father of the Zodiac. And in cancer season, we also have a full moon in Capricorn. And um, this is four days after we enter cancer in season. So you're going to see a lot of releasing and purging when it comes to matters of the dynamic of the nuclear home, how we are able to really create a structure that works for the duality of everyone involved, not just in the nurturing and the protecting and the providing of the home space, but also matters of the heart, matters of the finances, matters in the mind, matters when it comes to how you are engaging, how you're coming off. People often appear to feel as though Cancerians are very, um, they're just, you know, they're the mother Teresa. They're the very, you know, want to help and heal everybody. And in uh, an overview of them, yes, they are. And, and yes, we're emotional, but emotions are a very powerful thing. And I, I always tell people when you think that a person being emotionally intelligent is weak, that is when you lose because a person such as a Cancerian who has evolved into their nature. They don't hide from the truth of who they are. They honor their feelings. They honor what they see. They're ruled by the moon. And people love to feel like the moon doesn't affect us, but the moon affects a woman's menstrual. The moon affects our moods. The moon has the power to shift the waves of the ocean. That's the only way the waves of the ocean comes, by the moon shifts. So you have to understand that There's a lot of power in being in tune and knowing what it is that you are embodying emotionally because you are able to see, feel, touch and heal things that a lot of people don't have the capacity to even comprehend. And so it's nothing to be ashamed of. It is actually a superpower, something that's very, very intricate of being an element of water. You're able to feel you're able to process you're able to digest and you're able to also destroy a lot of things if you're not careful so most cancerians who have involved within themselves while they they can a lot of people who are operating on a frequency of trying to find themselves trying to understand themselves trying to learn themselves um not quite sure of their power or their capabilities can be very manipulative can be very condescending can be be very emotionally abusive 
because that is a strength that we have. But when you've evolved into yourself and you've evolved into what it is that you know you possess, we are natural, natural people who have this spirit of welcoming people in and and protecting you and providing for you and securing you and creating this space of in a way it can make you feel very dependent upon us because you, you feel like you need that. You want that. And that is something that it's almost like the latch key baby. You don't want to rip it apart, but you will if you have to. And so it just takes a while for that to come up. But anyway, I'll speak about that in another um, episode, or you can listen to some previous episodes in Cancerian season where I speak about the Cancerian energies because they are very powerful. And being that we're preparing and we're going, we're leaving Gemini season, going into uh, Cancerian energy, it is very, very beautiful. It is very powerful and it is different because a lot of people are going to feel a lot of shifts this month and it's going to continue throughout the summer. But there are just a lot of beautiful elements and possibilities to this if you are in tune with what matters the most to you. Um, when you think about your family and you think about loyalty and you think about stability and you think about attaching yourself to things and people, you find that a lot of what you think you want, need, or desire is total opposite when it is compared to what is most important to you. Um, Going into Cancerian season, it is about death. It's not about surface. It doesn't matter what's happening externally to us. What does it feel like on a core level? What is it on a core level? How does it really help benefit others? We're always, you're going to, you're going to, when you're in, in, Bodying the true nature of a Cancerian energy, you are in this element of always thinking about others, always caring about others. That that means when we speak, when we communicate, when we discuss certain things, when we are having any type of conversations or when we are in control of anything, it is always going to be with the best intent for everyone else, even if it means despite ourselves. And that is something that as a Cancerian, I personally have overcome and be and every day. It's sometimes a challenge because you're always thinking I'm okay. I can figure this out. I can do because you understand your emotional intelligence. You, you understand your capacity and you understand just like the ocean. Most people, no one has ever discovered how deep the ocean really is. You don't know what really is in the ocean. You don't know what animals are there. You don't know what sea animals are there. You don't really know what is there. No one has ever reached the very bottom of the ocean. And that's the same with a Cancerian. No one ever reaches the depth of the full depth of a Cancerian, not even ourselves. But we know what's there because we are constantly learning and we're constantly processing and we're constantly engaging and we're constantly evolving deeply within. And so that is where a lot of people are going to find themselves when we enter into Cancerian season, that you're going to want to go within. You're going to want to feel the deep, the different depths of you when it comes to your life, when it comes to your stability, when it comes to what you, what you 
care about and what matters to you. And you may find yourself very sensitive this month, very easily emotion uh, driven because you find that you're really focused on what matters and everything can seem like an attack on you personally when you carry the things that you care about so closely to your back and so closely to your heart. It matters. It matters. And I tell people all the time, they're like, it's not personal. Everything is personal for me because I don't attach myself to anything that I don't personally feel is best for me or I don't personally feel connected to. So if I provide any part of myself to any part of life or any part of my uh, daily routines, you can best believe that I'm putting my everything into that because it's a part of who I am. I don't half ass anything. I don't know how to do that. If I have to do that, I'm not a part of it. That's why I, do, I can't be, um, I can't fake anything. Either I like it or I don't. Either I'm in it or I'm not. Either I, I love you or I don't. Either, either I support it or I don't. It's no gray area when it comes to a person who is truly in tuned with what it is that they feel what they know is best for them, what they want and what they need. And a lot of times you may feel ahead of a curve with that because most I look at the world now and I'm like, people are just now catching up to the topics and the things that matter the most that mattered to me 10 years ago. And at that time, 10 years ago, you feel like you are just different. You're weird because no one gets it. No one gets why it is more than the money that you chase. It's not about that. When you understand that money is energy, you understand that once your frequency is aligned to a certain space and you're in your divine order, then the money comes. That's what a lot of people don't understand. It's an uphill battle when you're fighting against a wave that is not meant for you. It's an uphill battle when you're out of alignment with where you're supposed to be. So we are going into this season and it is really going to bring you into awareness as to where you are, what you are connected to, what you have allowed yourself to be connected to and what it is that you really need to detach from. There is a lot of beautiful blessings that are in progress for you. And a lot of people, when we have Jupiter, which is a planet of expansion and the planet of abundance and it expands on anything it connects to when you have that in Pisces it's already like a supernatural beautiful yummy feeling but when it goes into reverse which is its retrograde it's really not going into reverse it's stopping and it's reviewing and it is going back through the path that it has already come through in case it has missed something in case something was not uh, addressed before. And there will be moments of where there's no clarity. There will be moments where there's some confusion. There will be some chaos. There will be a lot of um, feelings of deception because it's blurry. It's not clear. And this is why it's important that when things are going in retrograde or when things are happening in your life and you feel like I've already gone through this, I've already seen this. It's because you're supposed to be revisiting. You're supposed to be re, um, Plenishing. You're supposed to be reorganizing. You're supposed to be restructuring because when things begin to go back further, what you have done during that resting period is what you will be reaping when it is time to. 
So it's important that during Cancerian season, I know the sun is out and people want to just live it up and people want to do what they want to do because it's fun and it's, it's just whatever. Yes, it is beautiful. Please get you some sunlight. Dr. Sunlight is the best. Okay. But you also have to not allow yourself to be in this space of oblivion where you are being reckless because we are still in a very building phase of our lives and not just our lives, but in our ability to really truly be honest with what it is that we want and what we need going forward. It's about expressing your free will, your ability to understand that it's okay for me to stand out. It's okay for me to not make decisions that everyone is making. It's okay for me to not want to be a part of certain things. It's that inner world, that inner guidance, that inner knowing that allows you to remain connected to you and to what really is valuable to you and overcoming this fear of losing out if you don't do what others are wanting you to do. You have to remember that all the times that people are looking for love outside of themselves, looking for peace outside of themselves, looking for freedom, looking for some sort of camaraderie, looking for a group to belong to. Group think is a dangerous thing. And so is the inability to see that you are your own light. It doesn't matter what the voltage is outside of you. If internally you're in dark, you have to know how to turn your light on. And the only way to turn your light on is connecting to the essence of who you are, what you need and where you are currently going. That's it. This is a very beautiful space when you are already in a space of knowing that if you're not, then it can be a bit of a struggle because you're not accustomed to really having to do that, having to be that, having to exist in the midst of that while everyone else appears to be having the best life that they can have. And this is something that we have to also understand. Everything that appears to be is not what it is. Everything is illusionary when everyone who's doing something isn't living in their truth. So during during cancer and season, entering into cancer season, you may feel this sudden creativity spark, this desire to build something more enchanting, something more peaceful, something more enjoyable and stable for your life and your family. You may be deciding, you know, I want to build and expand my family. I want to figure out a way to where I can create a safe place, regardless to the chaos in the world, regardless to how dysfunctional the world is. How can I create my own world in the midst of that, that is safe for everything that's connected to me, a safe place for my roots to grow and be fertilized and healed. How can I, when can I, where can I do this? That would be this art of manifestation, this art of really cultivating that space and being able to prepare for the seasons that occur to keep it whole. That's needed. And when you are in this energy, it allows you to remain attuned and in tune with yourself. It, it allows you to really focus on that. And even if that means I have to be isolated to do that, I'm willing to because of the peace that comes from that. And the reward is abundant when it comes from that. It's coming from a space of inner power, courage. It's coming from a space of no fear. It's coming from a place of understanding that you are transitioning to a new level of control over your life, not 
controlling the world, not controlling what other people do, not controlling how other people feel and think, but encompassing this energy of stability within your own life and your own home and your own heart. When it comes to relationships, it's going to be a lot of people unifying, a lot of people deciding that, you know, let's do this. Let's let's do this and keep it sacred. Let's do this and make it, you know, let's renew what we have. Let's rebuild what we have. Let's start it new. Let's start it over. Let's do what we need to do to make sure that this doesn't disconnect, that we don't disconnect from the overall anymore. And for a lot of people, it's the ability to adapt to the circumstances, the ability to understand that isolation, separation, disconnection was was really a requirement for you to see it the way you see it now and be willing to move forward the way you are because you are able to really see it from a different space and you are feeling it from a different space and you can intellectualize it from a different space that brings a sense of wisdom that brings a sense of power that brings a sense of stability into that union and that's needed because the focus has shifted the focus has changed it's not about comparing it to anything else it's not about trying to live up to this idea of what the world thinks perfection is it doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people say. It's about creating a space in a world of peace for you. When people walk into your home, Cancerians are all about home. Okay. We're all about home and home is where we are. So if we are in a space where it's chaos and there's no peace, we can't sleep. We're not happy. Oh, the home is a mess. The home is going to be chaos no matter where that home is. Because even if, if, even, even if the home is within us, our temple is 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 not clear. We're just chaotic. Everything is then we're going to be a repellent for every blessing we think we deserve. And so we have to be together. We have to keep ourselves together. And that's the same way for people who are, you know, thinking about your homes. Your homes are a sacred space. I don't let just anybody at my home. I don't I don't let just anybody come into my space. I, I don't. Because that is my safe ground. That is my space of, of sacredness. No matter what's happening in the world, my home is my peace. My home is my solitude. My home is my place where it is safe. So when you come into my home, that is a safe haven. And my home is a reflection of my feelings, my love, my care, my uh, security, everything. And this is how people are going to begin to look at, you know, how they've created this chaos in their own life. It's like feng shui. You have to know what energy needs to go so that the right energy can flow in. And move in a sense of grace, move in a sense of, you know, deep focus and understanding of thyself in a way that really creates the beautiful bond and love and and space for everyone who is connected to you and so entering into cancerian season even though there's a lot happening externally even though you can stay on the news and you can look at everything that's happening on the internet the peace your peace of mind i will tell you especially with the climate shifting into cancerian and you're going into summer solstice and your sensitivity levels are going to be heightened you're going to have to disconnect from the noise of the world. You're going to have to do it because if you don't, you're going to be 
in sensitivity overshock because you just don't know how to cope with everything that's happening. It's a sensory overload. I need to mute everything that I'm feeling. I need to mute the world. I need to mute what people are thinking, feeling and all the the politics and all of the, the drama and all of the, I need to be able to disconnect from that because if I don't disconnect from that, I'll live in a state of fear. I'll live in a state of anger. I'll live in a state where I am neglecting my family. I'm neglecting my myself. I'm not focusing on my health. I'm not focusing on the things that matter most to me. So when I'm feeling like that and I'm feeling stressed, disconnect from it. I watch the same show over and over again because that's a set of routine for me when I feel like the world is stressing me out. I just go to the, I just do that. I do that. I listen to instrumentals. I, I listen to music. I don't, I don't care about, I go back and listen to the nineties music or I listen to early two thousands music. I listen to music that makes me feel a certain vibration that connects me to happy spaces and happy moments. I don't want to hear the, the vibration and the frequency of the music today a lot of the music the frequency of it is very it's just uh heavy and it is very um it's it's just not a good vibration to be in in a frequency when you're trying to heal and you're trying to recover and you're trying to grow so you're going to have to put yourself in a space that helps you to feel like it's helping you cultivate the space that you're needing and wanting to live in so as we are Going into this weekend, getting ready for Father's Day, preparing for Juneteenth and preparing for all of the things, all of the things you will find yourself energetically shifting into this more. Wanting to figure out what traditions matter to you, wanting to figure out what belief matter, what beliefs matter to you, wanting to figure out what makes you feel whole. And once you find that, and once you figure that out, that will be your focus throughout this season and going forward. And even when you feel like you're getting off track, it's just very important to understand you have to create a space that allows you to get back in alignment with thyself. It does not mean you can't go out and and be around people. It does not mean that you can't do things that you may enjoy to do. But I will tell you that when you become a matriarch of a family and you become a matriarch of your home, whether you have children or not, you have to carry yourself in a certain type of aura. And your home has to be a representation of that particular aura in order for you to re- be respected as a queen of your dome or a king of your dome. You're going to have to create a new way of existing if you're wanting to attract a certain life for yourself. And it doesn't matter if you feel like it's boring because when you realize that it's something that is necessary and you love it, you love caring for and creating a safe place for and loving on yourself and loving the people that you know love you, then you're going to feel happy about that. That brings a sense of joy to you. I get excited cooking. I get excited cleaning. I get excited preparing for whatever we're going to do in the weekend, even if it's just me and that person or me and my niece and nephews or me and the people that I care about the most. It is not including or even considering the world. 
And that's something that you're going to have to do for yourself. And you're going to have to create a way of doing that because the chaos that exudes in the world should not infiltrate your space in your home. Trust me, I'm a, I'm a black woman that has a, a melanated partner. Okay. And I am a family that has generations and generations and generations of a lot of things that they've seen from this world. But in our homes, we have the tough conversations. We uh, prepare ourselves for what we can prepare ourselves for. But I also always feel a sense of love, a sense of safety, a sense of protection. That sense of if I can make it to you, if I can make it to, to the home, if I can do this, then I will feel safe. That's how people should feel about you. If I could just get to you, if I could just be in your spirit, in your aura, if I could just hear you speak, if I could just spend some time with you, everything would be okay. It should never feel like a dreaded moment when people are thinking about you and people are thinking about your space and people are thinking about anything that includes your energy. It should not be a Debbie Downer for them. It should always make them feel like I am replenished. I am filled. And then you have to be you have to always provide that for yourself. Also, you have to be able to create that. So you're always operating from overflow and not a deficit, because sometimes because you are wanting something and needing something so bad, you can overcompensate and over give and over exist in someone else's life and you feel depleted. And then you're wondering why you're left trying to fend for yourself. That is because you've given so much of yourself freely without any type of uh boundaries or thinking about how this is affecting you there should be a constant replenishing that comes within the spaces that you reside a constant replenishing a routine that surpasses every single day that provides this space for you to renew yourself rest what you're eating what you are 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 speaking what you're thinking how you're engaging when are you preparing space for not only everyone else, but for yourself? And it shouldn't have to be always separate, even though it's necessary to have your alone time. But you should always also feel like there is a constant replenishment that is occurring in my life every single day because I am refilling and refueling myself first. I'm not looking for anyone else to do that for me, because when you understand your position in any type of home, any type of space, anywhere that you're considering yourself a matriarch, you should know that you have so much power and you're birthing a lot of things with your energy alone. So as we're preparing and we're going into Cancerian season and we are in this midweek and I'm sure there's a lot going on in your house and I'm sure there's a lot going on in the world and I'm sure there's a lot going on at your jobs and I'm sure you're stressed about a lot of things. This is where you're needing to put in perspective what matters, what I can control, what I can't control and what I need to distance myself from and what I need to discard. This is why it's so important to be clear on what matters to you? What are your, your personal principles? What do you need to work at the highest potential that you're capable of doing without depleting yourself completely? 
depleting yourself completely only lands you in a drought. Why are you doing that to yourself? And at some point, especially when we're getting into the season where emotions, a lot of people are going to be projecting their emotions onto you. A lot of people are going to be projecting their fears onto you because they're going into a space where they're having to see themselves. They're having to feel themselves. They're having to answer to themselves. They're having to answer to their consequences and they're having to answer for the things that they've done and said and how they've behaved and the seeds that they did not sow when they should have sown and the fact that their soil is barren. They're going to have to deal with that. And people gravitate to places that they feel they can get released from. And if you are not clear on your boundaries and what is good and what is not, you'll find yourself in warped speed being deteriorated by a lot of emotional vultures. That isn't healthy. And this is where that cancer inside comes out where it's like, listen, I love you, but I'm loving you from over there. Listen, I care about you, but I'm caring from you from over there. I don't have anything else to give you. I can show you. I can I can lead you to where you're needing to go. But I will not force you. I will not convince you. I will not stress with you. I will not cry over you. I will not beg you. I will not be in a space where I end up taking on your drama, your pain, your insecurities, your fears, because you don't have because you don't have the capacity to deal with it. I will not do that. I will not do that. And that's where you're going to have to have those boundaries. And oftentimes people feel bad, like we feel bad for hurting people or turning people away. But I don't anymore. I don't anymore because there's so many days and so many nights that I had to do it for myself. There's so many days and so many nights I didn't have anyone who understood what I needed to help me get through the things that I felt. So I know what it takes to do it for myself. And if I can do it for myself, then you're going to have to reach into your arsenal of self and figure out how to do it for you. It's not going to look the same. You're not going to come out the same way I did. But the point is, you're going to have to figure out the work to do it for yourself so that you can stop being overly dependent on other people's energy for you to survive. And that's being a matriarch of your space, a matriarch of your home, a matriarch of your world. When you are creating and cultivating a space that is forcing you to create boundaries it's because you are protecting your space your sacred space and everything that's connected to you you are protecting that that's very cancerian like and yes it can be very gentle but it can also be very abrupt but you have to figure out for yourself where that is for you how you can tap into that element no matter what your zodiac sign it's not about zodiac signs it's about an energy cancerian season is an energy you have to know how to tap into that how to connect to that instead of trying to fight against it because you will not survive water has the capability to quench your thirst wash you cleanse you, purify you, heal you, but it also has the capabilities to destroy. So you have to be very careful in understanding what it is that you're needing to learn to fight against and what it is you're needing to learn how to ride. And when it comes to Cancerian season, it is very, very, very lucrative for you to know how to ride the waves instead of fighting against them.
That's just the best way for me to put it. So this is a very beautiful space because it is about stability. It is about creating this aura in this auric field of protection and value and an essence of grace, real love, true, true love, love that surpasses the superficial things that people like to call goals. This is about real love. This is about loving on a soul level, loving the depth of something that you are working hard for and you've built for and you have really cried and fought for. Having that focus to make sure that you can see it through and being adaptable to the changes that come with that. Being able to say, I've done the work and now I am opening myself to receive what I have been preparing myself for. That is beautiful and that is powerful and it is real grown up stuff. And you're going to find that between Cancerian season and us going into I say Leo, I'll say by Libra season. So between Cancerian season to Libra season, you'll see what a big change has occurred, what a massive change has occurred if you're doing the work. And if you're not, you'll see what you've had to lose because of that. Either way, what's coming is a result of what you've put in and what you've done and what you've allowed yourself to be. Okay, so this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Again, on Friday, we will have part two of the astrological overview. And it is a lot of things going on elemental wise that is going to really trigger a lot of people. And that's just life. That's the seasons we're in growing, redeveloping, redefining, reorganizing, restructuring. And anything that doesn't work, we're getting rid of it. It has to go because it is. Otherwise, poison to the soil and it's poison to the roots and it has to go. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It got to go. Okay. This is very beautiful. Remember, during this time, it is about cultivating this space because by the time the fall season comes and by the time it's winter season comes, you're going to be living off of what you're doing now. You are preparing yourself for winter and fall. You're preparing yourself for a drought. You're preparing yourself for the silence. You're preparing yourself. Don't be out here just doing whatever you want to do and forgetting that you have to prepare yourself for what is going to undoubtedly come by the time fall and winter comes. You have to prepare yourself. If you find yourself in the same place that you found yourself in last fall and last winter, then you are the problem, my love. You are the problem and no one can help you but you because you need to make a decision that it is time. And even if that means you're left behind for a little while while everyone else is building and moving forward and growing, understand that that isolation is required for you to get in alignment with where you're needing to go. It's no, it's no way to be, you know, gentle about it. it is what it is. So this is really beautiful. Um, we are closing out Gemini season, even though a lot of the energy from Gemini season will be following us through Cancerian season plus more. Um, this just feels really good. It feels really exhilarating, but it also feels very, very sacred. It's like a sacred search for sun. 
the sacred search for the inner sun. That's so beautiful. Okay. So I love you guys again. Thank you for all of your love. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything that you guys do to remind me of why I am here doing this. This is really beautiful. I'm really excited about it. I love you guys until our next daily dose of energy. I love your freaking souls. Be safe, be cautious, be curious. And um, yeah, be great. Bye.